Hello and welcome to our first Chalk Talk, where professionals and parents share their knowledge and their experience with you guys. My name is Mario, I'm a certified kindergarten teacher from Germany, and I will be doing this podcast for you. I already do a German version of it, and now I'm translating all of that into English so more people have access to the information that I want to provide for all of you out there. So, what to expect on this podcast? First of all, today I will talk a little bit about myself, my own little social project I have going here in Germany, in Berlin to be exact. And also we come to our first story time where I tell stories from my life as a kindergarten teacher, as a social worker, which I am as well. And that will be our first episode. In the second episode, and the third one most likely, we will be talking about consequences. Actually, consequences and punishment. What are the differences? How do I handle that as a kindergarten teacher? What kind of mistakes can we make when we use consequences? In our fourth episode, we want to be talking about the triangulation relationship between mother, father and child, also called the family triangle. What is it exactly? What kind of jobs does the triangulations have? And does it always have to be mother, father and child? In other words, what could single parents do? But now, without further ado, let's get to our first episode. Well, my name is Mario. I'm a kindergarten teacher and social worker here in Berlin, Germany. And I used to work as a kindergarten teacher. I started off in a bilingual international kindergarten in Berlin about 10 years ago now, roughly maybe a little less, but nine to ten years ago, as a German-speaking kindergarten teacher. The kindergarten was an international kindergarten. That means we had about, I think, 82 children from roughly 45 different countries, something like that. So it was really quite international. So time went on, I kept working as a kindergarten teacher, but as you can imagine, at some point as a kindergarten t teacher, through all that noise and all the all the stress, you, you get quite exhausted. So I decided I need to take a break. I quit my job after about three, four years. I left Germany then on a little world trip. I went uh, on a world trip through Scandinavia, Southeast Europe, a little bit through Asia, just to kind of... I feel like I needed to find myself a little more, if, if that maybe describes it right. Maybe not necessarily to find myself, but I was also looking for new ways to look at life, just new ideas, develop myself into new directions, also professionally. And then I came back to Germany. When I came back to Germany, at some point, I had to work again. I worked again as a kindergarten teacher. This time, though, the principals of some schools were asking me, hey, Mario, your, your English is pretty good. Could you imagine working as an English-speaking kindergarten teacher in our bilingual concepts? You already have experience in bilingual international concepts. Your English is good enough. And would you, could, you, could, you, could you maybe do that for us? And so... I decided to do it. I became an English-speaking speaking kindergarten teacher in, the, in two different kindergartens, actually one in Hamburg and one in Berlin, and gained some more experience there. But still, I was looking for a way to improve myself and find a new direction for myself as a kindergarten teacher, and I decided to study social work. While I was studying social work, I also started to work in for an organization called the Father Center Berlin. It's a small organization within Berlin which gives 
fathers in difficult situations consultation but also organizes family trips daily trips in berlin around berlin uh, for fathers to get into better touch with their children and my colleagues over there at the father center still do great work and i learned a lot from them my position in the father center actually was the coordinator for our family trips and our family events or a coordinator i did it together with my boss we kind of shared the work to a good degree which is also where i got like a new i, I kind of got a new oh that's my cell phone sorry guys i got a new idea about how to work as a kindergarten teacher or how to work as a social worker because a lot of times especially in social work we focus on the problems and there are problems we need to help out that's that's part of social work but also i personally want to focus on the good things especially when it comes down to families and children and being a parent it's not just filled with problems of course there are some problems and it's great to have some support but also i want to celebrate the fun parts of it i love the time i spend with the children as a kindergarten teacher And it's so much fun to do all these amazing things with them. And it's the same when you're a parent. There's so many amazing things and amazing moments you have that are just great. And I want to celebrate all these times just as much as I want to help parents when there's difficult times. During my studies, I also gained a little bit of experience working with children with disabilities, also grown-ups with disabilities, but that's just a small portion of the experience that I have. And it's, it's not too much of it, but it's kind of nice to have that experience with people with disabilities because they are such a small part of our society, which is, seems to be left out a lot. And I don't want to leave anybody out in my work in general. All of that kind of brings me to my own personal project. Obviously, I finished my studies as a social worker and afterwards I had the idea, I want to create my own family project where I live all these things that I learned and all these values that I have because I got to admit, I couldn't find it fittingly for myself so far and I like to do things my own way. So the project is called Abenteuer Eltern, which roughly translates to Adventure Parents or Adventure Family. It's a small startup in Berlin and it contains of two parts. The first part is uh, the fun part, as I like to call it, where we have a bunch of trips into nature inside of Berlin, daily trips, family camps a little bit further outside of Berlin, where this time the whole family, that's a little different than the father center. I invite the whole family, also grandmothers and grandfathers, and we go into the forest, we go into the sticks. And just enjoy nature and get together as families, as groups and try to bond, create bonding experience and enjoy the time we have with our children in nature. For that, like I said, we got daily trips, small little workshops in Berlin. We start off with a little fire workshop, as I like to call it, where we kind of want to learn how to how to make a fire without a lighter without matches and all these sorts of things doing it in like an old-fashioned way and there will be more daily trips coming soon and then we have two camps planned for this year one is a summer camp for the whole family it's, uh, it's at the labussee which is a little north of berlin and the other one is a 
And the other one is, is a ranger camp, basically, where we sleep in little teepees, we make fire, we spend the time together in the woods, and it will be lots and lots of fun. I'll always love these camps and I already look forward to it. The second part of the program is the consultation. What kind of consultation is it that I offer, you might ask? In general, I want to give advice or I will give advice for questions that relate to children. I'm not the relationship advice type of guy, to be honest. For a simple reason, I'm a kindergarten teacher and social worker. I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not a relationship expert. My focus lies on children. That's simple. So in that direction, will all the offers we have for convers- uh, consultation go? I offer consultation in two different formats. The one is a one-on-one consultation via video call in German and English, by the way. Very simple thing. You give me a video call. We try to go through your questions, through your situations, and I will try to do my best to give some advice. The second format is actually a group here in Berlin. Maybe we will have online groups coming up soon too, but we start off with the groups in Berlin. It's called Top Secret Teacher Tips and Tricks. The idea behind that is straightforward, to be honest, because not a lot of people know what kindergarten teachers actually learn. So I want to shine some light on what I actually learned as a kindergarten teacher. Also, obviously, give some of the tips and tricks that I discovered for myself in my everyday life as a kindergarten teacher to you guys. But that will be only the first part because it's a two-part type of class over like two and a half hours roughly. And in the second part, I want to invite everybody in that group to share their own knowledge, share their own experience for one simple reason. That reason is everybody is different. And it's not just for us as grown-ups that way. It's also for, for all of these children that we have in our everyday lives. They're all different an individual and this is how I like to treat my work with children not every idea that I have or every every concept that I have in my head will work with every child it's actually quite unlikely that it's going to do that some work better some work worse also not every idea that I have will work for every grown-up so every time we are in such an organic and moving relationship like we have with the children in our everyday life, we have all sorts of different experience. Children react differently. We, will, we react differently. And we have all sorts of different situations we are in. And giving the option or the chance to all of the parents in the room to share their own knowledge can only benefit the group. We need to learn from each other and share our own experience to to not just network but also to create a community because we are all parents of some sort or have relationships to children of of all kinds of sort i'm talking about grandparents i'm talking about parents i'm talking also about professionals kindergarten teachers teachers university teachers to good degree too And we all, as a group, as a small community with our children, can only benefit from all these different experiences we have in one room. Which is why, also on this channel, I want to invite everybody to like it, share it, obviously, leave us a comment, send us your questions. That would be great. Share your experience and your knowledge with all the parents listening to this. The third part that I didn't mention yet is uh, this podcast right here what you're listening to it's part of the whole project idea in general because as a kindergarten teacher 
it's kind of born out of the situation that I get asked a lot of questions. Mainly by parents most of the time, sometimes by other people that are interested. That could be friends that are curious, friends that just had a baby, or my, my driving teacher. Yeah, I'm about 30 years old and I, I just learned how to drive a car now. But my driving teacher, he just had his first kid and... um. He asked me some question about some questions about consequences, which is how the first two episodes that are coming up in English now as well shaped. And instead of answering every single person, I decided, you know what, I should record then an audio, make a little podcast about all these questions that pop up here and there and help out someone. Maybe it helps out you, maybe it helps someone else, maybe it doesn't, which is totally fine. The whole idea behind that is take what you need and leave what you don't. If some of the advice or some of the experience that I'm sharing helps you out, that is great. If it doesn't, that's totally fine too. Like I said before, everybody else is different. Our situations are different, our children are different, and we need to find different ways to deal with that. So now you guys have a basic idea about what this podcast is, what my small project is, and who it is you're listening to, because it's always kind of good to know who you're listening to. If you get any sort of questions, leave me a comment, leave a like, share the whole thing. That is helping our channel a lot. By the way, you can also send us an email at podcast at wiesenabenteuereltern.de. By the way, I know the majority of you might not be English, uh, German speakers, so the links and all that is in the description, so you can easily find us. Don't worry, you don't have to learn German. I'll repeat it one more time, though, podcast at wiesenabenteuereltern.de. So send us your question, comment, like, share, subscribe, all of that good stuff. Become part of the Chalk Talk, because somebody else might find the help they're looking for because of your comment or your question. But that should be enough talk about myself and we come to our new segment, the story time, where I tell stories from my life as a kindergarten teacher and social worker. And we talk about one of my most favorite stories, to be honest, is a story about Martin, which I like to call when parenting becomes tough. Also, before we start the story, I feel the need to say this. All the names in this story are obviously changed, so Martin is not really Martin, and his kids have different names too. And on top of that, I actually sent Martin the full German episode before I published so he could check up on it, and he gave me his blessing to talk about the story that I'm talking about today. So, when parenting becomes tough. Martin was a father in one of the, actually, father's camps which are little weekend trips into the sticks. We have a few like tippies, tippy tents, where we stay in overnight about an hour east of Berlin. And he was one of the fathers in these camps. He came with his two kids. Let's call them Lisa and Max. Max was about three and a half years old. Lisa was about five years old, I would say. So everything was well and good after they arrived. Most of the day was fine. But in the evening, Max started to have a little bit of a problem. Because Max was away from his mother for the first time in his life. And he had obviously a very special bond with his mom. So he started to cry. And he kept crying. He kept crying and his dad did everything he could to make him calm down. He hugged him, he took care of him, he carried him around when he had to. Obviously, he tried to put them to bed, 
while everybody else was still around the campfire. So as a teamer, I always feel a little bit in a special role in these moments because people come to these camps for fun and entertainment, obviously, but also I want to make them feel comfortable. And when there's tough times, I want to support them to the best of my abilities. And I went inside, inside of the tipi tent to check on Martin. And when I went inside, I already saw he has his son in his arm. It was just one of these moments where at some point you cannot do much. You can just be there and hold your kid and do the best that you can. And that's what he did. But you could also see how hard it was on him. Sweat on his forehead and the exhaustion in his face was clear. So I asked him, hey, Martin, do you need something? Do you need a glass of water, a tea, just something to make this little moment more bearable? He didn't want anything, but he was super calm during the whole time with his son. He never was impatient with Max, which I thought was quite impressive. So I went back outside. He didn't want anything. About 45 minutes later, I checked up on him again just to make sure. And then a little later, Max stopped crying. And both of them fell asleep. Also, Martin fell asleep, most likely by exhaustion, with his kid at that moment. Later that evening, I was the last one sitting by the campfire. That happens a lot to me in these camps, by the way. I was sitting around the campfire by, as the last person, and I couldn't stop thinking about that situation. Because Martin, whatever he did, he never got impatient. He always tried, really. He really tried to make this tough moment for his son as bearable as he can in such a difficult situation. And when you think about the situation, it was not just that his son was crying. His, his son also tried to push him away because he didn't want to be with his dad. He wanted to be with his mom, with, which is a situation that most of us most likely know. And these situations are hard. It's hard to be pushed away by your own kid that you love. When you just want to do something good for them. Yet he stayed calm and and not relaxed, but he stayed calm and was as patient as he could. As patient as really anybody could in that moment. We have a little ritual usually in our camps. And after breakfast, we get together all as a group. We do something which I like to call the weather forecast, where... A little stick goes around and everybody can say once how they felt, how they slept. And just to, so I get an overview over the group. And at the end of this whole circle, before we play some games, we give out feathers as, as a sign of prestige or appreciation for special things that people did in the camp for the group. That could be chopping some firewood for our fire. Or preparing dinner, preparing breakfast. One thing that everybody loves to do, obviously, is doing the dishes. And we usually hand out one to three feathers. And in that moment, for the dishes, we usually hand out three. What a surprise. Everybody hates doing the dishes, man. But let's go back to the actual story. Um, yeah, on this day, after the morning circle, and this morning circle, whatever you want to call it, I had to give out three special feathers. Because Martin tried so hard to be there for his son. 
on the night before and we all knew about it knew about the tough times he was going through and being a father fatherhood in general sometimes there's moments that are just tough where parenting is tough where being a kindergarten teacher is tough and in these moments it doesn't necessarily matter what the outcome is but what matters the most to me at least is that we try and martin did that he tried the best that he could for his kid in that moment not to get impatient not to get angry all kinds of reactions a lot of us might have seen before from other people or from ourselves which don't beat yourself up that happens to the best of us sometimes but he did a really good job and in a father's camp like that it shouldn't always be just about the good times and the fun stuff but sometimes it's also about the tough stuff and we got to appreciate one another for that and after that his kids obviously took the three feathers as a trophy and they were super proud the rest of the day went by actually the kids were fine again it's funny how fast kids can forget most of the time max was playing fine lisa obviously was playing fine she was great the whole time i checked up one more time on martin martin and was like hey how are you doing you know what's your plan for today and he was like well i'm not going to stay another night because another night like that i'm not doing that to my son or to myself which i would say is quite reasonable to say at this point funny thing how kids work though um <laughs> Max was fine for the rest of the day in the camp, so they actually stayed till almost evening. They left around, I would say, 4.30, 5 o'clock. So Martin got on his way home with his family. And usually one thing that I do after all these camps is send him a message thanking for the great times we all had. And also check up on everybody that they got home well. Sometimes I get some answers too, which is quite nice. And in that case, I got an answer from Martin telling me that they got home mostly well max had a little bit of issues but they also caught up with their sleep the next two days which is probably a good idea and that they're doing fine again in addition to that though he also wrote me that he was very thankful for me trying to support him and that it helped him a lot just to have that little bit of extra support just these tiny moments sometimes and this is something that I got to say as a social worker and, and kindergarten teacher, I appreciate a lot. Just the simple thank you and the feedback that I could help him out a little bit in that difficult situation for him. Because it shows me that we try to help people out here. And when I hear that I actually could help someone out, I achieve the goal that I have when I go to work. So, well, that's why I chose this as my first story. And with that story, we come to the end of our first podcast. Please visit us at www.wiesendabenteuereltern.de or send us an email at podcast at wiesendabenteuereltern.de. I know it will all be in the description. Don't worry. Or leave us a comment. Visit us on Facebook. Like us. Share us. All of that will help this little program a lot. Thank you very much for listening. Have a great day, stay healthy, and I hear you soon.